Welcome back for another video. Final upload before the deadline, so in this one we're going to catch up with the experts for Gaming 2. If you're new to this series, there's hundreds of top all-time managers participating, and each week we look at their transfer plans, captaincy, chip strategy and more, all before the deadline. Use this experts data to help improve your rank and win your mini leagues. Hit subscribe to follow this series and other content on the channel each week throughout the season. So let's get into it shall we? Starting with the manager highlight by the way, and this one is well worth a highlight. Matthew Higgins was one of the very few to bench boost last game week and he absolutely nailed it. 96 points, so a starting rank of 11.9k. He's got a couple top 1k finishes and several further top 10k finishes in his rank history. And he's off to an absolute flyer here. We talked a bit about the early bench boost last week. Ben Crellin says it is possible that Gaming 37 is going to be the only double game week with more than 11 fixtures this season. And waiting until Gaming 37 is a long time to save your wildcard. So the takeaway is that there could certainly be more opportunities to use the chip earlier than we typically do. The best chip strategies change season to season, so I'm keeping an open mind on this one. Onto the transfers then, and this week 81% are rolling, 18% are making one transfer, and 1% are making two transfers for a minus four hit. If you can, it is sensible to roll this week. The start of the season is when we're soaking up information the most. Our understanding can rapidly change, and as such, being in a position with two banks is valuable. That said, with the reported James injury and the potential Stones injury too, it has forced some managers' hands. These are the most popular transfers in and out the experts are making this week. Chilwell top with 11% picking him up. His average position was well inside Liverpool's half in game week 1 and his touch map shows he was essentially playing as a winger. He got the assist for Dezassi's goal as well and he had a goal chalked offside. If we pull up Chelsea's fixtures here it's impossible to ignore the Chelsea assets. West Ham away no walk in the park so you can probably afford to wait a week. After which point it's back to back home games against Luton, Forest and then away to Bournemouth. So you can expect transfer activity to be very high in game week 3 and probably very Chelsea focused. Jackson also likes to be a popular pickup. In fact, no player registered more big chances than Jackson in Gemic 1. Gusto as well could be a good one if he deputises well in James' absence. Believed to be out for a while with a hamstring injury, unfortunately. Really unlucky for James owners. We also shouldn't overlook Colwell and Sanchez, both 4.5 mil, with Sanchez as well reportedly number one at Chelsea, and they're looking for a backup only, particularly given an injury to Bettinelli. Madison was top for expected assists in Gemic 1 with 0.95. But again, taking a week to reassess him and Richarlison could be beneficial. Postacogli remarked after the last match that they need to do more to get Richarlison involved, so it could still point towards him being a good asset. So it's Gabriel who's the most sold, but only by 5%, and as such, Saliba in by 3%. Must be noted that a significant amount of the experts do own Gabriel, but only a very small percent are selling here. So if you are an owner, the Crystal Palace game might be a sensible one to wait and see if he starts, particularly if Timber injured long term, and Zinchenko did play a behind closed doors friendly this week. Could be a different look back line for Arsenal in the coming weeks, with Gabriel back in. When Zinchenko is in the team, he's the one that inverts from the left side instead, meaning that Gabriel, Saliba and White occupy the back three. So Zinchenko's return is great news all round. De Bruyne's injury on the other hand, very unfortunate, but a good excuse for one expert to sell for Salah and captain him for a minus four. More on the expert's captaincy later. So very quickly on chip usage, no chips active this week after a couple of bench boosts used last week, so 1.1% have used their bench boost. We'll continue to track chip usage in this segment throughout the season and we'll take opportunities to get the top managers on when theirs are active. On to Gamic 2 captaincy then and here's how the votes came in. It's just two names this week and in a nutshell it's which owns Salah and which don't. 74% are going for Haaland captain, 26% are on Salah captain, no other captains this week. 
If you are a Salah owner, realistically, if you're not going to captain him home to Bournemouth, then when are you? Regardless of how this one plays out, it is a sensible decision on paper. Man City did play in the Super Cup midweek as well, which is awkward scheduling for Man City, with them playing again on Saturday. The winner of the Europa League and Champions League played between Gameweek 1 and Gameweek 2 every year. This was how Man City lined up for that one. Haaland had a pretty quiet game all in all, he did play 90 minutes. Alvarez was seemingly rested or benched for that one, though there has been post-match reports that he was suffering muscular discomfort and the medical staff advised he only played 10 or 50 minutes max. As such, he came on with about 5 minutes to go before the penalty shootout. In theory, both he and Foden should benefit from De Bruyne's absence in terms of their expected minutes moving forward. De Bruyne is reportedly undergoing surgery, so it could be 3-4 to four months timeline until we see the Belgian again. Onto the Gameweek 2 experts team then. Using the most owned players among all the experts, we have a consensus team which is as follows. It's Turner in goal, a back three of Estepinian, Gabriel and Chilwell. In midfield, Saka, Rashford, Fernandes, Martinelli and Mbumo. And the front two is Haaland and Jao Pedro. So Stones was a last minute departure from the team last week given the deadline leak of him not starting. Gabriel still in the team however. So if you're a manager with Turner, do you start him? Let's pull up the latest Gameweek 2 clean sheet odds. Nottingham Forest 4th on the odds here, given a 42% chance against Sheffield United. So if your other keeper appears anywhere lower on the list, in theory Turner should be the one you start. Every single experts team will be automatically tracked throughout the season now, so we do have the finalised ownership percentages, let's pull those up. The one expert last week who was going no Haaland made a last minute change and he's the only player with 100% ownership Haaland. Saka, Turner and Estepinian the only other three of 90 plus percent ownership. Each week we'll have the experts ownership percentages, but also the overall ownership percentages. Use this to identify some opportunities, players that the wider player base are overlooking, that the experts are keen on. The biggest discrepancy in the list is Turner, 97% versus 14%, so an 83% difference in ownership. Chilwell the next biggest outlier with 64% difference, and then Fernandez. So let's talk Man United then. Despite the disappointing blank from Bruno and Rashford, you can take some confidence into the Spurs game in Gameweek 2. This one has potential to be an excellent game. Spurs have looked vulnerable at the back under Postacoglu and we know that he's an attack-minded coach first. If you own a Man United mid, I'd give them another week and then it's Forrest at home in Gameweek 3. It's going to be very interesting to see how those hundreds of role transfers are used among the experts in Gameweek 3, so make sure you are subscribed for that information. Each Gameweek we ask the experts to send in their final thoughts and tips for the Gameweek ahead. FPL Moleman says, There won't be many times I'll bet against Haaland this season, but this feels like a good opportunity. No risk, no reward. Tiki Saka concurs on the Man United mids and he says, Not yet phased by the Man United midfield blank, they're a counter-attacking team and the Spurs game could be ideal for them. FPL Cholo says, It's only Gameweek 2 but we're already having our patience tested. Kick your legs up and let everyone around you panic and question everything. FPL Geordie says, the James injury is a timely reminder not to make transfers early in the week if you can avoid it. I would have moved to him from Gabriel, but held off long enough for the injury news to come out. Andy says, easy roll this week for another week's info, real game starts from Gameweek 3 onwards. Seven says, no need to panic with Gabriel, wait and see what happens this weekend. Aaron Morley's transfer in this week is Luis Diaz. He says, that Liverpool fix was just too good to ignore, I couldn't resist a punt on Diaz, it's a move with big upside. For those about Salah, I think Diaz is the next best thing. It also allows me to move away from double Man United attack. People might think that's knee-jerk, we'll see. Jason Fleming says, non-Salah owners, we shall collectively hide behind the sofa on Saturday at 3pm and await the punishment. Turtu says, the template proved to be effective in the first round, prepare for a cold shower in Gameweek 2. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss this series every week all season. Thanks for watching and see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.